everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the last episode in our mini-series highlighting the Southern Sea Summit, which is a conference I attended earlier in February. We have been highlighting the conference with other attendees and friends of mine for the last two months. And today, we wrap it up with my friend Caroline Borders. This is definitely a series we could have continued on for many months to come. I could have interviewed all the attendees because I know that each and every one of us had a unique takeaway and really a special awakening, I would say, of, of blooming at the conference. That was the theme. Whitney and Cherie, the two founders, did a fantastic job, and I was honored to attend my first time, surely not my last. It has been so fun to highlight with all of my friends and taking away their lessons, the lessons that they learned, recapping, and sharing with my listeners has been such a privilege. It's been so much fun, and I know that many of you have enjoyed and many of you have actually damned me and said, I'm going next year. I'm going to see you there. So let's all hope, let's cross our fingers that we all make it. You guys, the bonus episode uh, that we have been doing, these, this mini series has been such a hit. I'm sure there will be more to come this summer. Many of you know that we almost have our Tuesday episodes filled up for the year 2022. What? That is insane. We have sponsorships open um, that we're going to continue to fill. And I'm sure, I have no doubt, we're going to be doing some mini series. We're going to be doing bonus episodes um, because that's just the amount of interest and excitement around the podcast currently. So if you have any questions about sponsorships or what it looks like to partner with us with an event or an Instagram live, please go ahead and send us an email. That's the best way to get a quick, quick response as quick as I can. It's exciting. It's a lot and it's a lot of fun. You guys, this mini series has been such a blast and I know you're going to enjoy today's conversation. Share it, share it with a friend, share on social. Here is Caroline Borders on How'd She Do That? Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's special mini-series recapping the TSC Summit with my friend, Caroline Borders. Caroline, welcome to How'd She Do That? Hey, Emily. Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. I'm so happy that you're here. This is going to be a fun conversation and one that I'm just feeling so excited about because we're real friends. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like we had so much back and forth on Instagram and (laughs) finally met in real life and this is just all full circle. I know. I totally feel that way. And so I'm just sitting over here, honestly, relaxing. And I know I'm going to enjoy hearing your update a few weeks out of from the TSC Summit. But how about this? Um, for those who are listening, could you just share an introduction uh, of yourself to everybody? Absolutely. Um, my name is Caroline Borders, and I am a Tallahassee, Florida native turned Birmingham, Alabama dweller. Um, <laughs> you could say that I'm a creative in many facets with an emphasis on lifestyle and interiors. Uh, in 2013, I graduated from the University of Alabama with a degree in interior design. And fast forward to today, uh, I am now working as a designer for Douglas C. Davis and Associates as a residential design and interiors firm based in Birmingham. And I've recently started collaborating and creating for various lifestyle brands by telling their story visually through collages and social media content, which has been 
super fun um, and reflective of all the different things that I have done from 2013 to now, which has kind of culminated. Uh, when I graduated from Alabama, I had a degree in interior design. However, I went straight into advertising, which led to styling for various brands, which that then led to freelance design and a job as an in-house graphic designer for a wedding planning studio. Mm. So at that point, it was during those years, I learned client relations, taking concept to creation and the joy of collaborating with others. So my background is in graphic design. That was basically self-taught for the most part. And I'd always enjoyed watercolor. And with that, I coupled it with graphics and illustration work when designing, especially for brides. So with that, it introduced more pattern design um, and having a admiration for interiors. I was lucky enough to get to see that process come to fruition by taking patterns and putting it on fabric for different installations. Um, and after that, I wound up to doing interiors. So it's a full circle moment getting to jump back into what I majored in in my degree and um, getting to also couple that with some graphics on the side by doing these collages that have just kind of happened out of happenstance on Instagram, which is probably what people see my Instagram as more so and think that's what I <laughs> probably do on a regular basis. But I don't. <laughs> um, that's, that's the quick story. Um, literally the best. I could not have given you a better intro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gosh, thank you for that. Bad. Well, but seriously, there's so many entities and I think it comes back to a real eye for design. That That's kind of mm -hmm. my overarching umbrella theme about you, what I know to be true about you, what I admire about you. And so to be mm -hmm. able to hear what your takeaways were from the conference and honestly, what you're stepping into now, I'm so excited. And quick <laughs> side note, if you are not familiar with Caroline's, what she's talking about, these collages, go and check her out. I'm going to give you guys a chance to connect with her. But once you see her style, you will know when you see it on a brand's Instagram, you're going to be like, it's Caroline. It's Caroline. <laughs> it's the best. It's literally the best. I take screenshots of your stuff all the time. I'm like, how does she do this? And even when I try to replicate my own version and seek inspiration for you, it never turns out as good. <laughs> I love it. Happy oh about. my gosh. We've well, been so you, fun. We've been such a source of joy. Oh, well, you are the best. I mean, they're, they're so they're so awesome. So to hear more about them today, I'm super pumped. Uh, tell me yeah. this though, because I don't know that I actually know the answer to this question. How did you originally hear about the summit? What was that? Or, or maybe I do, but what was that original connect? Yeah, I feel like I have been following the summit and their Instagram for quite a few years. And I think originally, much like you, I saw it through Caroline Bramlett. Um, yep. And she is from Birmingham, and I'm good friends with her sister. And so she kind of told me more about it in depth uh, for me to hop on. And so I was familiar with it. And I'd always had a drive to go just because I loved all the content that I saw coming out of the conference. I thought that seeing all these women entrepreneurs uh, speaking, how could that not be inspiring? So Caroline kind of took me under her wing and then Margaret Boyce, she's a friend of mine uh, with Jay Lowry. She talked to me more about it since she went last year mm -hmm. and between the two of them and my boss who told me, Caroline, you've, you've got to go like, You've been oh. talking about this. I think it'd be really great for you. Um, that was kind of how I finally pulled the trigger this year. 
And then oh. hearing that you were going, that was just the cherry on top. <laughs> Honestly, so when you... I remember you told me about it at Christmas. I was I walking know. into <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, when you said Margaret, you and Margaret were going, and then Caroline had been my original introduction. I was like, I'm going. I got to go meet these girls, yeah. which is just yeah. so funny. Now, how do you originally know Margaret? Margaret moved to Birmingham, oh gosh, um, a little bit after we graduated. And so a mutual friend connected us and we've just kind of kept in touch ever since. And so I've had the honor of getting to see, you know, Jay Lowry come to fruition, which has been such an inspiring thing for someone who has an entrepreneurial spirit, um, seeing that. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, no, they're literally the best. We love you, Margaret and Jamie. You know, the invitation from other women like myself and the excitement around getting to meet everybody is key. But why did you originally want to go with the, like you've mentioned so many times, the entrepreneurial spirit that you have? What was the hope originally stepping into the week? Originally, I mean, I think that we have kind of a different spin and perspective on this, not coming into the conference with a product that we are backing or selling. Uh, It was more of coming into wanting to build a network with like-minded creatives and individuals. And I think that when you have an entrepreneurial spirit and when you have that creative drive, nothing fires you up more than being around like-minded women and creatives who can share their struggles while also sharing their triumphs and mm. just inspiring you to go for, you know, what you have been wanting to do for quite some time. So that coupled with hearing just the raw detail of building a sex- successful brand um, and hopefully just with these collages that have kind of happened out of nowhere, it was also wanting to spur some future collaborations. I think that that's mm. something that, I also kind of thought about going into it because there were so many different brands that I had admired going into it while also learning about new ones that I had never heard of. So Mm. it was kind of a few different reasons for attending. And I feel like it totally paid off in tenfold. Wow. Just learning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Before we went, um, I think Cherie or Whitney had had DM'd me or commented and said, it's going to come back tenfold. And I I really do feel like that was the case. No, absolutely. It's so interesting to hear because we were chatting about this before we started recording. There's basically, well, maybe I shouldn't, I I don't know if I can actually put into two camps because there's so many different entities and so many different variables of women who come, but it is kind of easy to say, okay, the product and then the service side. And Mm -hmm. we kind of fall into that service side of things almost interestingly enough, almost to, I mean, you would fall into kind of the graphic design. I found myself actually connecting with the media side of things, which was really eye-opening to me. But I love to hear that you were actually, you know, going in thinking, who could I potentially work with? Now, tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about the graphic design side of things and what you've stepped into, because I think it's really creative. Are are people reaching out to you? Is that how things got started? Tell us a little bit more about that. Because again, as you mentioned earlier, that's likely how many people know you and are familiar with your work on social. How did that get started? Oh, gosh. Um, It's funny because it was never something that I intended to catch on with other people, which has been such a, you know, you put things out into social media and you're wondering like, uh, no, one's probably paying attention to this. You know, (laughs) I'm just doing this for fun. And I often joke with 
my friends and husband that, you know, graphic design has just kind of been my hobby. It's, I don't go and play golf on the weekends. I'd rather sit on my computer and twiddle around on, you know, illustrator. And that is my outlet. And, um, I remember one night just being home and after starting with interior design and loving that, I also, you know, have this knack for graphic design because I did that for so many years before. Mm. And, one thing led to another between that and, you know, wanting to shop online, but not paying for the things (laughs) that you're wanting to shop for and putting those together in a curated collage based on a theme. Just, I put that out one day and um, brands started taking notice, which Mm. is so great. And, you know, it's just funny to me because it was never meant to be something that, people sought after for their marketing or to pay for, or, you know, wanting to do trades for. Um, And that's something that I have enjoyed doing. So it's kind of been my nighttime weekend hobby uh, where I still get to play into that graphic design knack that I love and have a background in uh, while also getting to play around with shopping and, it's all the different things that I love, lifestyle, art, interiors, all mingled into one. So I've been really fortunate to get to work with different companies and different brands that have been able to let me take their brand or their story or what they're trying to market at the time to life through a visual way. Um, and that's just kind of how that happened, which is wild to me. Well, it's so wild. And to get down to the detail of it, when you say brands took note, as you're creating these collages, are you tagging the brands? Is that how they're seeing what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, I would start tagging different brands that were within the collages that I was making for myself. And I guess that's something somehow that they started taking notice, but it did just happen organically over time. But it's funny because, I mean, sometimes people would be, you know, you might tag, you don't hear back from them. So I think it speaks for your eye and for the level in which you're playing around with these things Mm -hmm. that they would come back and say, hey, we love this. You know, what do you do? Can you do this again? (laughs) You know, what does this look like? So to hear that's kind of the the story and how it really launched is is really cool. Well, tell Mm -hmm. us about this because this has been something that I I found really interesting in talking to other attendees. And even just for those of you who are listening, you know, when you're thinking about taking a step and putting money back into your business, whether it's a conference or whether it's a networking you know, situation. There's going to be different entities at play that you're going to have to work with, different logistics. So mm-hmm. tell us, where did you come from and what were the logistics that you had to work with to actually get to the conference and make it happen? Yeah, it was actually pretty easy for me being in Birmingham. I took a flight from Birmingham to Savannah and I connected in Atlanta And like you, I convinced my mom to come along just because, I mean, it was funny because I feel like a lot of girls came with their moms, which was so great. I didn't get to see her much, but she picked me up from the airport in Savannah and we drove to the cloister and it wasn't a bad car ride at all. It was probably about an hour. Yep. And uh, it it was super easy. I'm I'm glad that I flew instead of driving. I I know that Eliza drove and I don't know how she did that. (laughs) 
Oh, the the logistics at hand. It's always so interesting to to hear. You know, who were we leaving behind? How how did how much trouble was it to get there? And for the most part, I mean, people have done what they need to do to make it happen. And I think that's something that's so impressive for for all the attendees that that came, and for women in general who step out to to go to something like this and and to make it a point to have that time to, to step into, you know, a, just a moment to reflect and, and think about themselves. It's, it's kind of a rare moment. So I always love to know what that looked like. There were so many different women there that, like I mentioned, we've got products, we've got influencers, we've got uh, service, we've got media. Who were you most excited to meet stepping into the week? So many women. I mean, not even just the speakers, but also some of the the attendees too. I was definitely excited to meet you. I'm not going to lie. Likewise. <laughs> um, Leela Rose. I mean, obviously she was at top the top of my list. Uh, I've always yeah. admired her brand and I actually wore one of her dresses in my wedding. So seeing her and meeting oh, her for the first time was really fun. Uh, Molly Fanning. Sarah Tucker, I've followed her for years on Instagram. So seeing her and um, introducing myself. And then Mimi Whalen, who is dear friends with Caroline Bramlett. I had heard Caroline talk about her for a long time. And meeting her in person, she's just as kind as you would think. It's so fun to think about. And, and, And I think this was kind of my first introduction in meeting online friends in person. And it couldn't have gone better. It's it's I mean, a little bit about that. It's yeah. kind of daunting at first because you're like, I hope I recognize the person yes. that I've been talking to on Instagram. Exactly. And I hope I don't call them by their Instagram handle right. and not their name when I see them in right. person. And so it's I, so funny talking to, like, I'm sure you talking to your mom and your grandmother. It's like, yes. I'm, I just met the person I've been talking to online. And I'm yes. pretty sure my mom's like, this is so strange. This is yes. not the same generation. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> Mom and, yeah, my mom and my grandma were like, what is happening? And it's a little out of the realm of, of introverts, which they both are. Would you say right. this is really funny because in these conversations, being an introvert, many of the other attendees that I've welcomed on, friends of mine, friends of yours, they've said, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I am. I'm an introvert. So this was really a lot for me to step into. Where are you personality wise in this? Was this just like absolutely amazing or were there <laughs> elements that you really needed to work to pull out, you know, your personality or energy? No, I love this question because I think that a lot of people automatically, you know, define me as an extrovert because I do love talking to people and I like, you know, being in social situations, but I'm actually kind of in the middle. I would say that I am an introvert in the sense that I have to to recharge, I want to just, you know, be by myself and be in the quiet. And so at night after talking all day, that is definitely what I did (laughs) just to unwind and clear my mind. Um, I kind of laughed on the first day. It kind of felt oddly similar to like recruitment, you know, you're just talking and you're on 100% and uh, which was so fun and great, but I definitely would tell you that I'm an introvert at heart, but I can turn on the extrovert. Wow. I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have known that. So I'm glad that you would share. I would, I would have put you in the extrovert camp for sure. Oh, no, no, no. That (laughs) that first night we went to dinner, I even got a text from my mom that said, Hey, are you okay? It was 11 o'clock. I'm like, (laughs) 
I'm good. You're like, I'm this is it. this is not the norm, but I'm out here, mom. That is <laughs> yeah, I'm so, out here, mom. That is so funny. Well, it was just it was incredible. And I, I think to your credit and to the credit of others, and hopefully you guys, this is really where you can touch touch on if if there's hesitation to put yourself out there, even if it's a coffee date, even if it's, you know, stepping out and and you know, making a conversation happen with someone that you admire in your day-to-day life, you know, gain insight from Caroline and maybe some inspiration from her. You can do it. You can step out and oh, even yeah. if yeah, that's not your norm, it is something you can step into. It's so worth it. And I think that that's something that I thrived on in college. Mm. And then as I graduated and got out of that, I kind of grew away from that a little bit. And the thing that keeps resonating in my mind is, you know, you can't grow from an like comfortable spot. And Mm. this is something that was so not totally out of my comfort zone, but definitely something that I don't do every single day. And God, the amount of growth that you can gain from that. I think it's just something that my biggest takeaway is, you know, ask someone that you don't know to go to coffee. Mm. The amount of things that you can glean from that person is, you know, more than you would had you just stayed at home. So I think that that was a big takeaway. Well, and I love what you just said too. In college, you really have the opportunity to, you might not call it networking. You might not even know Mm -hmm. it's networking, but every day you smile at someone and you're having a new friend because you see new people every day. You're walking, you're out and about. And when you graduate, it is definitely something that you have to push push yourself to do. And I agree, this was not anyone's every day. And I think everyone there had hesitations and things that they weren't sure how it was going to work out. But ultimately, right. I think that's what created such a positive energy in the room. And 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 as a whole, was that we were all putting ourselves out there out of our comfort zones to, to step forward and to do something together. So... Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm I'm feeling all the energy that I felt at the conference right now, which is the best <laughs> feeling. Um, but I'd love to know who were your favorite um gosh, speakers? Who really stood out to you uh as you were sitting there thinking about your business? I loved listening to Molly and Leela Rose. I thought that they did a really good job hammering just some good wisdom that can be, you know, transpired through so many different facets, whether you're a product, whether you're there in media, whether you're there because you you're not really sure what you're doing this season, but you're leaving room mm. to grow. I thought that they just gave a lot of good nuggets. Um, and I also loved Mignon Gavigan and her VP of e-commerce and brand creative. I just, I also love marketing and media. Um, I don't have a background in it, which I think some people might think that I do just from Instagram, but I promise you I don't. Uh, but just hearing what they had to say about how they push their product. Sure. I don't have a product, currently, but it was so interesting to hear what they had to say as far as getting it to the consumers and how graphics and email marketing can make your customer feel, um, even though you're not talking to them personally. I thought that their message was really uh, great. And Mary Huddleston just had me laughing the entire time. So (laughs) (laughs) they were all great. She's the best. I told Maggie, um, I told her, I was like, your email list is one of the only ones as well as Buru that I don't unsubscribe to. I love their emails. I'm curious, Caroline, you need to get on the email marketing side. Your stuff would be insane. 
Well, I never realized how, you know, great email marketing is. I think you hear, you know, a few people, uh, you have the group that you love and you're not going to unsubscribe from. And then right. you have some yes. that, you know, you automatically unsubscribe. Oh, because immediately. It's too many and yeah. And so I thought that was very interesting. So maybe that's something that'll come down the pipeline at some point. Oh, for sure. I had someone reach out to me today. Is it Flowdesk that people were mentioning? Yes. Okay. That and um, Clavia, which, you yes. know, dabbling in a little bit of this just from folks that I have worked for before, you always hear like MailChimp. And so yes. that was another interesting thing was just hearing what people are using and the yes. fact that people are so open about sharing their secret sauce. Yes. You don't find that everywhere. No, that, that was key. And thank you for reminding me of those because I literally had a DM today asking about email marketing. So such an awesome takeaway. Um, no, tell me this. Cause there were so many different activities. I really stepped into it. I think I was even DMing you beforehand. Like what's the schedule? What are we doing? What's happening? Uh, what was your favorite activity that they, that they put on and why? Oh, the mentor lunch, hands down. Oh yeah, I loved everything, but I just feel like that one-on-one time with the mentor that has, you know, been there and can lend you advice and also hearing what other brands and products, what they are struggling with and, you know, how they overcame this or that. I think it was such a great hour. I wish it could have gone on for two or three because you just kind of get on a roll talking with all of these creatives. Um, mine was with Molly and it just really opened my eyes to a bunch of different things. And Mm. that was hands down, I think the best thing to walk away from Mm. was that one hour with them. It makes me think, you know, who in my sphere here in LA could I replicate that with, you know, yeah. who, who should we be reaching out to in our current day to have that inspiration? You know, even if it's mm-hmm. like a 30 minute conversation, I'm over here. I'm, I'm maybe, uh, you know what you guys, um, maybe that's the takeaway from this, from Caroline's episode. Being in LA, you have such a platform to do that. I think that you should. I should. And just let me, let me just, you know, call in for that. Cause I'd love to hear. <laughs> I well, I think that's a great takeaway. You guys go ahead. Think about that. Who could you reach out to? Who could you maybe set up and, and you don't have to call it a mentor lunch to them, but in your heart and mind, perhaps that's what it is, you know, set up a coffee, set up a lunch and, and see who you you might be able to touch base with. I love having a tangible takeaway here. Well, we mentioned this a little bit before we started recording, and I'm really eager to hear your thoughts. What was maybe the greatest lesson you walked away with that you could share with us? So, so many. Uh, Piggybacking (laughs) on what I was just saying about Molly, I think that the way that she structured our mentor lunch and Eliza kind of talked about this in one of your episodes that Mm. she asked us, what is something that we expect to struggle with this this year, Mm. which I thought was such an interesting way to frame our dialogue. Um, And, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of at a point where there's so many different things that I want to do. And then what people think that I do is one thing. Yes. It's like, do I lean into that or do I listen to the voice that's in my heart that I've had nagging at me for a while to say, go for what you want to do deep down. Um, mm. 
And Molly said, you are always going to have a voice inside of you. And that if that continues to echo, you need to follow it. And it may be successful. It may not, but you will never regret saying that you tried. Mm. And I just feel like that um, resonates on so many different levels. And that was a takeaway. And also in there, uh, when she moderated with, Leela, Leela said, you know, you can't be all things to all people. Mm. So own your brand and perfection is an unattainable goal. And I think as a creative and much like many there who are creatives, who have an entrepreneurial heart, you want to be something to everyone Mm. and you want to, you know, do it with your best and at a perfection status. And that's just not attainable. Mm. And I think sometimes I, especially and other creatives talking to them, you can get caught up on that and it's hard to move forward, uh, kind of paralyzes you, but it was such a good feeling to hear Leela Rose, who you think has everything together and Molly (laughs) who has two incredible brands say, no, I mean, perfection is unattainable and there's no, right time. There's no rush. And I wish I had been there for Morgan's speaking um, hour on the day that I left. I mm. couldn't make it to Guru's, but I heard that she talked about how there's there's not a rush. And yeah. I think that in a world of social media, it is so easy to fall into the mindset that we should be at this stage in our life because XYZ is, or she became an entrepreneur at age 25. And yep you know, was listed on Forbes 30 under 30. Um, and you realize when the walls come down and the dialogue is genuine, like it was there, that some mm. of the women you've admired from afar and thought that they had it all together reveal that they too have the same questions and success doesn't happen overnight, um, nor may it be at the same pace or timeline. So I think all of those little nuggets just compounded together. And it was almost like you just kind of felt a sense of relief. Mm. Um, and those were just, I mean, I will always remember those from those key people. Well, and you just reminded me, I, this is really fun, you guys, because I told Caroline before this, this is actually the last recap that I'm recording and of all of them. And maybe it's just, I'm, I'm feeling sentimental. I really am feeling how I felt towards the end. You, you said all of that so eloquently in what's the rush. There's all these little nuances that we place on ourselves. Like, well, I'm not third, I'm not under 30 anymore. Can't be on that list or just different things that don't even matter. And I love what you just shared about when the, I think you said when the dialogue is genuine, right? When the walls come down, Mm -hmm. that's when you can really connect with others. So how can we continue to make that space outside of a conference that's specifically created for that? You know, I think it's peeling back the curtain on our own businesses and our own lives and saying, this is what's happening, but this is my dream. This is where we're headed. So yeah. you just said all of that so beautifully. I could not agree more. Uh, I note this though, with the conference and I don't exactly know how they did this, but like you just mentioned, I left with such a piece even with the amount of action items I was trying to <laughs> to execute. So tell us this, what what are your action items? What what did you take away from your time at the conference that you're really, you know, pressing go on? Yeah, I I feel like it 
was so much information that you kind of needed a full week and a half to kind of process it all. Yes. Figure out what your action items were. Uh, I actually jumped into a work trip right after that. So I was processing all this over like lunch. No, it was great. It was? Um, Okay, good. Probably word vomiting about the conference the entire time. (laughs) Um, But I feel like last year was kind of a year of change and acclimation. And so Mm. I feel like this year I'm proclaiming it to be a year of growth and birth. And with that and with action items, I kind of just plan on continuing to connect and collaborate with creatives, uh, whether I met them at the conference or otherwise, and not being afraid to reach out and ask the hard questions. I Mm. think that I learned that ask like what's the worst that's going to happen they don't answer yeah um so that's something that i plan on asking the questions and leaning into that um voice inside my head uh and the big ideas in my heart and Mm. hopefully one step at a time and the timeline aside i can see something flourish Mm. and hopefully that will be you know this year or next but who whenever it happens i think it's just I don't have specific action items so much as taking one step after another and taking it day by day um, and leaning into that voice and those questions Mm. and not being afraid. Yeah. And not being afraid. You said it well. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, we will stay tuned. I know you always have so many fun things going on and I'm going to give you guys a chance to connect with Caroline in a second, but I have to ask, and as I mentioned, this is my last recording, uh, recapping the Southern Sea, which is so awesome. Caroline, would you recommend this conference to other (laughs) ladies? (laughs) Well, I think it's a resounding yes. Yes, absolutely. And I hope to see you next year, Emily, and everyone else who's listening. It's definitely something I want to make a point to go to um, every year. I just think that it kind of reignites the fire inside of you too. Absolutely. To step into new things, try new things. And this is a conversation, Caroline, I'm going to definitely be pausing and rewinding and taking notes and thinking through a little bit more. So thank you so much for your time. Um, Before you go, where can listeners connect with you? They can connect to me with me on Instagram. That'd probably be the best spot. It's Caroline C Borders. And you can also email me uh, at carolinecborders at gmail.com if you want to chat further. Oh, perfect. Well, Caroline, thank you so much for your time today. This was Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.